Hello there, mortals of Universe 7. I'm Mysterious Jackson. And I'm going to talk about today is part two of Thriller 40. And what is going to be part two? And what is confirmed and what is still a possibility to compare on the album to compare what will appear on the album okay so it's been confirmed that there will be 10 songs confirmed on Disc two, and the first three songs that are revealed: "Behind the Mask," original demo version, not to be confused with the one that appeared on the Michael album. That was the beginning. And. Not to say that the one on the Michael album is bad, because that's the remix version of the Thriller version. But we get to hear what the original first idea was before it was recorded for the album, but left off the album. Second track is She's Trouble, and the third track is called The Toy, which is the demo version to Best of Joy. Now, there's a story behind that one. Okay. Back in 1982 to 1983, there was some songs that he worked on and Best of Joy was one of them before it was called Best of Joy it was called The Toy it was just a name that they were throwing around and um, they initially recorded it Michael and the producers liked it but it was left off the album because based on what Thriller was becoming they felt that it didn't fit so it was released in its original format and put on the Ultimate Collection on 2004 but not in the American release in the um Australian in the UK and the Japan release, you would get the best of joy when you got the um, ultimate collection in the black cover. And we still have plenty of weeks to go because there are days and weeks that 
the songs will be released. And every day, based on how things are going, it's going to be released Thursday. Like, they're going to release a song every Thursday. And songs I feel that they're going to be releasing is Carousel, Nightline, and Hot Street, Say Say Say, with Michael on lead and Paul is the feature, The Man, and original versions to the songs that are on the album. Because how I see this album going, it's releasing the songs that initially were scheduled to be released but didn't make the album and ended up on the cutting room floor. So this means like Fantasy might get released. I'll get more into that later. Is it a possibility that Love Never Felt So Good could get released? It's a possibility, but it's not that big of a possibility. I could be wrong, but here's why I say that that it's a possibility that it could not be on the album. Primarily because they already released it on Escape. But see, here's the thing. They didn't release the finished version for Thriller on Escape. They released the original demo from Thriller of Love Never Felt So Good. But that doesn't mean that it won't possibly appear on a different version of the Thriller 40th Anniversary album in a different state. Because different states will have exclusive songs and who's to say that that won't make an appearance I would love for that to make an appearance because Michael he didn't just make one version of a song and then he'll be done with it because like prime example Wanna Be Starting Something was made in 1979 when Off The Wall was being recorded but due to the fact that it didn't fit the criteria um, direction of the album, it was left off. And then it was updated for um, Thriller instead because of how Thriller was turning into. And to be honest, if they were smart, they should release the Thriller version to Love Never Felt So Good. I mean, because think about it. People say that songs that are leaked won't appear. That's not true because Escape was leaked twice and it somehow still made an appearance. And and Love Never Felt So Good was leaked and 
it still made an appearance. And the version that ended up on Escape is the updated version. And that version is great. But that one is really bass heavy and go back and listen to it and then listen to the thriller version that isn't um leaked and you'll hear the difference because the bass is in the background and it's not just you know the bass in the background it's the bubblegum bass pop and the bass is like and I'm like wait that's the thriller version because Back when I bought Thriller from Sandy's Goods, there were 35 songs on it, and it was a two-disc album originally. And songs that could also make an appearance for all time. I mean, I want that song to be on the album because that was uh, my original copy from when I bought it from Sandy's Goods and while I'm on the subject there seems to be a misunderstanding hey mom good um recording an episode How you doing? You good? Sorry about that, guys. That was my mom. And there seems to be a misunderstanding about the song for all time people seem to think that it was made specifically for dangerous and that is not true nor accurate because I can tell you how that actually happened okay that song was originally for Thriller. And it was supposed to be the last song on disc one. But people don't understand. Michael was working on multiple songs for that album. Because there was a total of 800 songs recorded during that timeline and before that timeline and 
the reason why people think that was made during Dangerous is because in 2009 when he died, Amazon had an exclusive special edition of Dangerous and it was a two disc set And on the first disc and second disc for all time appears on it. Disc one, they have the Danger song and one Thriller song. And the Thriller song in question is for all time, the album version. And then disc two is the original demo. But that was only if you ordered it off of Amazon because the special edition to Dangerous does not have for all time on it at all if you went out and bought it. That was only for an Amazon exclusive. And for all time, it's actually a thriller track which made its official release on Thriller 25 And all versions. And if you look on the back, it says, for all time, an excerpt from the Thriller Sessions. And Michael loved the song for all time. But due to the fact that it was too slow, And it didn't fit the energy of Thriller. It was ultimately left off. But that's not to say that he didn't like it. Because there's a lot of songs that he recorded during that era and for that album. Like, Hot Street, he loved that song. And he said it numerous times how he loved that song he wished that song was on Thriller originally he also loved Trouble and people think that um he didn't um love Trouble cause he was um mumbling and playing with the recording when singing it that's not him saying that he doesn't love a song that's how he searches for something and for it to happen organically and if he finds some lyrics during the midst of him mumbling something that's how he processes it and also he wants to do his best and what the producers and the writers ask of him. Now, am I saying for all time could appear on this album? Most likely it is because things from the previous anniversary album regarding Thriller 
a lot of the songs that were on that anniversary edition of the album will make an appearance here. And what I've noticed that a lot of people don't talk about is that there is a pattern when it comes to his anniversary album. Each time that there is a special edition or an anniversary edition, a lot of the stuff that came from the special editions or anniversaries, they make an appearance twice, if not three times. And so do I think For All Time is going to appear on Thriller 40? Yes. Do I think it's going to be on the track list? Most definitely. If not one of the 10 songs that's going to be on an album, it's going to make an appearance one way or another. Now, do I think Love Never Felt So Good would be on the album? Yes and no. Yes, because it was scheduled to be on the album as well as This Is It featuring Paul Inca and other songs. But I feel that it won't make an appearance because it didn't make an appearance on the special edition or the anniversary edition when Thriller 25 came out. But it still could make an appearance because it was scheduled to be on Thriller and it was recorded for Thriller. And and what they're trying to do a lot of the songs that were planned to be on the album they're trying to make them make an appearance so they don't have to keep releasing them because they do not like it when somebody goes to the internet downloads them put them on a CD and try to sell them because they won't make their money that way and not only that you could get arrested for selling CDs with unreleased material because it could be misleading and it could cause them a lot of trouble by putting out songs and people downloading them and putting them on CDs and selling them because it makes it seem like they're withholding songs that people want. And that's why songs get removed off the internet or get copyright claims and people get copyright strikes because people go to the internet and download them and then put them on CDs and try to sell them and make it seem like companies are withholding songs from the public. That's why when I've had exclusives 
songs from albums, I would always put a disclaimer when I would talk about them. Because if you don't mention a disclaimer, they could flag your channel or your social media accounts and get them taken down. And I've seen that happen to a lot of people. Now, another thing they could do is release State of Shock. Say, 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 there must be more to life than this. And we are the world demo. Because all these songs that I'm naming and what they could possibly do, these are all songs that were made during the filler era. They may not be directly made in 1982 exactly, but it's still in the beginning stages of thriller because around 1983 and 84 thriller wasn't done yet thriller was actually supposed to be receiving a sequel and that's why they have these anniversaries coming out now to a lot of people, they say Thriller 25 was good, trash, garbage, shouldn't have been made. And I agree with it being good for what it was. And I liked what was on that album did I wish they had put the original songs that was advertised on it yes I do cause like certain versions advertise different songs like Got the Hearts appeared on Thriller 25 if you went to Japan so I think that song has a high chance of making it on Thriller 40. And, like, the Beat It remix with Fergie. I like what was done to the beat in certain parts of the song. Do I think that Fergie should have been on it? Mm, Not really, but I don't hate it. I still play it to this day. Because I liked what was done to the beat, and nothing really was done to the beat, actually. They were just re- reworked it because what's actually done to the beat is actually taken from the extended version and just put a little DJ effect on it. And then they took the beat away for a couple minutes and then had Michael's voice on it. And I like that. And I like how they slowed it down for the intro. And what what they actually did was 
slowed it down from the original demo, not the acapella version, but there is a demo version where it's done in C sharp and G sharp. And what they did was put the key in F minor. And I love what I love what they did with that for the intro. So I I love that. Like in the Billie Jean remix. I have a love-hate relationship with that remix. I love it because Michael um did work on it with Kanye West but my concern was they didn't need Kanye to work on that they could have had anybody else work on that but here's the part where I love it like there was no rap verse from Kanye West which I'm glad about because at this time I did not like him rapping on songs that he shouldn't. And another part why I love it is because, excuse me, is because the style that was made was Ultra Jack. Like the, like that beat is Ultra Jack, and I love what he um, did with some of the parts of the beat, and I feel that the beat was appropriate for that album and for that era and timeline Ultra Jack was the thing I mean I'm glad that um, Ultra Jack has made a resurgence and come back I mean because for a long time, I had loved that style of beat making anyway. And I feel that was brilliant. And um, remixes, if done properly, they can be the, like the greatest thing since sliced bread and what I mean is a remix is an extension of a classic song and can generate upon the charts and usually when remixes are made they're done well 
and they extend the song for years to come. Now here is where I was concerned. I was concerned when you want to be starting something was remixed with Akon of all the versions they have remixed of that song they didn't choose any of it and people say but that was the very first original remix no it wasn't because I can tell you I had the Thriller Remix album. Akon wasn't old enough nor around when Thriller was remixed. Like, and I say he wasn't old enough, I mean he wasn't on the music scene yet. Like, nobody heard of him. And usually how these remakes work, they put the up-and-coming artists that are popular or that people are fans of him or who are influenced by Michael. And if the artist likes them or have worked with them or heard of them, that's how they end up on the album. And Michael and Akon were buddies, so he asked... Michael, could he appear on You Want to Be Certain Something? Now, do I hate the You Want to Be Certain Something with um, Akon? No, I don't. When I had the Thriller 25th album, that would be the, the remix I played a lot over um the Billie Jean Kanye West remix and the PYT Will I Am remix. Like, I love that remix because of the original version to PYT that was on it. And that was remixed because when I heard that uh, PYT was getting remixed, I was concerned. I thought it was going to be the album version I got remixed. And it didn't. The original demo version got remixed. And that didn't bother me because <coughs> that was already remixed by Michael once the original version was recorded. He had made a remix on it, but nobody was featured on it. It was just him. And I liked that version. And then when Well I Am 
became friends with Michael and they worked on the album together. Well, I am asked Michael, could he appear on that um, song because he liked the PYT records? And I love the beat. And Williams' verse is not all that bad. Like, I don't like the fact that he used autotune in his voice. And then he used Melodyne on it. If you're going to use one of them, you have to use Melodyne because at least you can hear yourself without the cybernetic voice in the singing. But was Thriller 25 a trash album? To some it was. But to me, it wasn't all that bad. I mean, could it have been a little better? Of course. But for what it was, I I love it for what it was. Like, we got the booklet into some of the images that went into that album from the original album cover as well as Never Before Seen photos and uh, images. And could it have been better? Of course. Like, it could have been better in the sense that it could have had um, more songs that we didn't get. Like, the full version to Carousel. Because the full version to Carousel appears on Thriller 25. But it depends on where you buy it. Like, if you bought it in Australia, you definitely get the full version of the carousel in its entirety. So, if they go by that logic, there's a chance that carousel could appear on this album. And it's rumored that that song will make an appearance and I have a high chance in the prediction that I'm making that it's going to appear on this album and here's why I think that because a lot of the quote-unquote demos that are going to make an appearance on this album basically they're not just going to be demos of the songs that already made the album. They're outtakes. Full songs that actually were planned to be on the album. And Carousel was originally supposed to be on the album. Human Nature wasn't even supposed to be scheduled on the album. That was on accident. Like, it was heard on accident because the tape was left in the player as it was playing and then they had forgot about it because they were busy doing something else for the album and when Quincy heard it 
he was like, that's the song that needs to be on Thriller instead of Carousel. And not to say that Carousel was a bad song, because it wasn't. And um, Michael Cimbella was the actual writer. A lot of people think that uh, Michael wrote Carousel, Human Nature, and etc., etc. He didn't, but he did such a phenomenal job on performing the songs that they gave him writer's credit. And he just added his own touches to it. So in a way, what he did when he sang the song, that is essentially him writing it. But he put his own flavor to it. Because if you listen to uh, Carousel, the original, you'll be like, Michael did a phenomenal job. And he did. And I personally think that, you know, Carousel, We Are the World, Original Demo, Say, 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 The Man, and, um, There Must Be More to Life Than This, and We Are the World will make an appearance. Because these are all songs that were made during the Thriller timeline. These are songs that were scheduled to be released and on different versions of the Thriller 25th anniversary edition of the album. Some of these songs make an appearance, like the Billie Jean Long version where he mentions her sweet perfume. And got the hot, has a high chance of making it on this album along with you know, there must be more to life than this. And State of Shock, The Man, The Girl is Mine original demo, and Baby Be Mine original demo. Like, some of these songs are planned to be on here, and it's a given. And I feel that this album is going to help him skyrocket again. Because, to be honest, it hasn't been mentioned in his name about him having a hit single in a long time because he's no longer with us. And anything that comes from filler is gonna skyrocket and not to mention it's the biggest selling album of all time since the time of the announcement filler alone has went up in sales and it is now regarded once again as the biggest selling album of all time because if you remember for a while it was like that until the Eagles came out with their uh, compilation greatest hits album and the song Hotel California 
released. It ended up beating out Michael Thriller as the biggest selling album of all time. And I was pissed because although that song is good for a lot of moments, I wouldn't recommend that particular artistry and that style of music. Like, I don't hate it, but like, nor the artists, but that just wasn't my cup of tea. And I personally felt I should be the one to match him one day. But I digress. Like, I'm not worried if this is going to sell because it is. And being that the fact that they've corrected their mistake, because Thriller 25 was supposed to be a three disc set. with some of the songs that were supposed to be on Thriller 25 that's going to be on Thriller 40. And do I think every song for Thriller is going to be on this album? No, and here's why. Because each time that they're going to have an anniversary Thriller is going to get an anniversary. And what doesn't make it on this album will either make it on the next anniversary Thriller album or another compilation album that they have coming out. Now, am I confirming that they're going to have another compilation album coming out right now? No, I'm not. But it wouldn't surprise me if they do sometime release another compilation album and put something from Thriller onto that album. And I also would love for them to allow fans to make an appearance on one of the tracks. I would love that, and I would love to be one of the fans to appear on one of his songs, since I cannot physically meet him and discuss working with him. This will be the next best thing. And I'm always finding ways to pay tribute to him, and I want the world to hear it and see it. And... If I could do multiple songs, or at least one or two, I would be satisfied. That would make me happy. This album would be very emotional for me. For some of the songs that's making an appearance on here is the original songs that I had on my copy of the album which had 35 songs on it 
and there's going to be 34 plus songs on this album because if you pre-order this album there's going to be exclusive songs that you will not get from Walmart Target Amazon FYE or whatever and I plan to get on a couple songs one day if not for this album and I also plan on getting two copies of Thriller 25 and Thriller 40 because I never had the chance to buy Thriller 25 and when I did I either didn't have money on me because I have already bought something else or it was sold out and in a way when I get Thriller 40 I'll have Thriller 25 because the songs that are on that album will be making an appearance on here and to a lot of people that's probably disappointing but that's how the anniversary albums go nowadays I mean look Bad 25 was similar to Thriller 25 with the unreleased material the original album with it being remastered and then it had the original album in his glory without being remastered and then they had the remixes and to a lot of people that don't like the remixes unfortunately they're gonna have the remixes that came with the um, previous anniversaries as well as the new ones and they're probably gonna be touched up because they needed to be updated because these songs are 40 years old and haven't been touched since the recording of the songs in 1982 so they have to be sonically mastered and remastered and updated so unfortunately that's how it's going to be but give this album a chance don't complain yet try to enjoy it for what it is I mean you guys said that you wanted some form of new material in the anniversary album and now that we're getting one there's still complaints going on I mean I understand you can't please everybody but give it a chance like you said the same thing about escape and you guys listen to it and now you love it and some of you still play it to this day some of you had every right to complain with the Michael album because those songs that were on the album in question the three anyway weren't him so you guys had every right to complain but just because there's that one mistake don't hold it against 
a company or an estate because at the end of the day, the estate or company says, hey, we can choose to release this material or not. And if you really think about it, they corrected their mistake by removing the songs on the album. Now, what they can do as far as the Michael album, they could release the album, put 10 songs on it, but put the songs that are him and that was scheduled for that album. Because there's a Slave to the Rhythm version done by Tricky Storm that was left off the album for some reason. And if anything, the estate could and should sue the Eddie Cassio family because they lied to the estate telling them that these are songs that Michael put out when they knew it wasn't the truth and because of the Casios primarily Eddie and James the estate has got a lot of heat because of them and that they should sue Eddie for what he's worth and compensate the people that bought the album, myself included, because I bought the album. And I I don't regret it because there are songs in there that I like that are him. And it's the seven that's on that album, like Behind the Mask, the remix version. And much too soon, which is a thriller song, but because it didn't make it on Thriller 25, there's a chance that it might not appear on Thriller 40, even though it could because that song was made for that album and during that timeline. And there's plenty of songs that they could put on the album that was for that album. Does this mean every song for that album is going to make it on this anniversary edition album? No. Because they're probably saving it for Thriller 50, Thriller 70, Thriller 60, Thriller 80, Thriller 100. But not to say that that those anniversary editions of Thriller won't come out because somewhere along the lines those probably will come out because like I said it's the biggest selling album of all time along with Bad and Dangerous yeah Bad um, didn't top Thriller but it was good enough to get a 25th release And I just hope I'm still alive to be around when Thriller 
50 and 60 and 70 and 80 comes around. Because that's my third favorite album. And I've told this story on why this album alone is so special to me. And stay tuned because I'm gonna um, tell the story when I do the thriller documentary that I have coming out on the podcast. And I'm gonna cover the entire album. What went behind it, what inspired it, and like what the producers have said and what like the songwriters have said. So stay tuned for that. But I'm Mysterious Jackson, and as I always say, always remember to stay tuned, because you don't want to miss out, and you never know who or what could happen on the show, and who can appear on it. You like this episode? Recommend it to your friends. Give me a rating. And you can listen to this not only on Anchor or Spotify. You can listen to this on Apple Podcasts and streaming services or wherever you get your podcasts. And please, you know, at least give my podcast a chance. I mean, because I work really hard on these episodes to bring to you guys. And I do this because I love it. I'm not doing this for monetary game or financial value even though making money is nice it keeps a roof over the head and food on the table but I do this because I love it and I enjoy it and this is a passion of mine and this is how I'm making my living right now this isn't just a hobby not a hobby at all this is something I consider my work because this is my work for now this is what I'm doing for a living and the positive that I receive from doing this is the greatest gift that I received and I've been doing this for five years and I wouldn't trade it for the world like 
to be doing this for five years and still have the passion to do it. Tells you how much I'm serious about my my work and what I'm passionate about. And I do this because I love doing it and I'm sure there's people out there that love what I'm doing. So for every person that's enjoying this, this podcast is for all the people that love it. It's not just for myself. I'm Mysterious Jackson, and until we meet again, I love you guys. See you when the documentary comes out. See you later.